Assalamu alaikum brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Big Muslim Family Podcast. I'm your host, Brother Mark Adam, and this is the podcast where we talk to Muslim brothers and sisters from around the world and get them to share with us their unique perspectives of growing up in their country. Also, we cover other inspirational Muslim stories such as reverts making their way back to Islam and migrants who left their home country seeking a better life. Thank you for joining us and don't forget to connect with us on our social channels. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh brothers and sisters welcome to another episode of the Big Muslim Family Podcast. I'm your host brother Mark Adam and I hope that wherever you are in the world you are healthy and safe inshallah. If you're new to the show I would like to personally welcome you and thank you for being here and we hope that you enjoy the content. In this week's episode I speak with brother Farman from Fiji. Those that have been keen listeners to the show will know that the inspiration for the whole podcast was because I met with a Muslim brother from Fiji sometime last year. So I really, really wanted to find another brother from Fiji to speak on the show. And after a bit of a search, I found Brother Farman, who was an admin of a Fiji Muslim Facebook group. And he said that he would be happy to help me out with the episode. So if you've ever wondered what it's like to be a Muslim in Fiji, this is the podcast to find out. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. I am very happy to, to bring a brother here all the way from the beautiful islands of uh, Fiji, Brother Farman. Brother Farman, assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Wa alaikum assalam, brother. It's very lovely to uh, uh, see you here live on uh, the video. Yeah, it's, it's my pleasure to, you know, chat with a brother from Singapore. So, yeah, very uh, pleased to, you know, have this conversation. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So, tell me a little bit, how did Islam get over to Fiji? Yes, because we are right to the bottom of the south. So, you know, right to the bottom is uh, New Zealand, it's uh, further south, but we are like still just three hours flight from New Zealand. Just a small dot, a lot of people don't know where Fiji is, till, you know, we started to get popular in rugby. And <laughs> yeah. so around 1900s, you know, the British uh, used to get uh, slaves from India to go and work into, you know, various countries. And then the, uh, we are the descendants of that uh, slaves that came from India. A system called Gilmit. That's what they, you know, termed it as. So, you know, the first ship arrived around 1860, yeah, around 1869 or something. So we are here from last hundred years. So we just celebrated, you know, the hundred years uh, being in Fiji. So they left us over here, they, you know, the British, and they gave, you know, a few families option to go back to India. But because, you know, a lot of families established themselves here, and so we have been here. So the Indian community, you know, largely made up of Hindus and Muslims. So that's how the uh, Muslim community, you know, started from here. So Islam started and then whatever they were able, you know, our forefathers, whatever they were able to bring with them. So they still uh, practiced Islam. 
And it's a very multiracial country here. So we have largely Christianity is the large uh, denomination, but uh, we have uh, Hinduism and uh, Islam. And there we have some, you know, small community of Buddhists and Sikhs. So it, it's a very multiracial. And then we have a lot of people from the, around the Pacific, around the South Pacific that live in Fiji. So we have liberty to practice, you know, everybody gets uh, to practice their own religion. So Islam has been there, our forefathers, you know, start. So it, it's a very strong religion, as you know. So they never let it go. They never let the rope go. They held on to it. And Allah, we are here, very strong. All are very, you know, good practicing uh, Muslims. So that's basically a brief how Islam, you know, landed in Fiji. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Thank you for that. That's, uh, wow, I, I learned something already. I didn't know that they came over with the British. But alhamdulillah, it's uh, amazing that they were able to keep with the deen and to bring, you know, grow the religion and, and also to kind of stay. How... When did the British leave? I'm not uh, sure exactly when did they leave, but I think it's around the... We gained independence in 1970. So just before that, I think that was the around that era. So it was 1970, we got independence. So it could be just a few years, you know, before that. And sorry, just to be clear, is it Fiji is a group of islands or is it just one big island? No, we have about 333 islands. Wow. The big one, the two major ones like uh, in Fiji is called Viti Levu and Vanualevu. So this is like a North and South Island of New Zealand. Oh, so we okay. have the North and South Island in New Zealand. <laughs> we have the Viti Levu and Vanualevu. And then we have small, small islands. Right. Some islands are just so small, you know, you can run around the island in a minute. So those <laughs> are, yeah. So it's all white sand, beach, all around. A lot of, you know, economy has been tourism for some yes, time now. yes. It's a beautiful place. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. We, so this is what I want to ask you. Like, uh, you know, what is it like growing up a Muslim in your community? Like when you're a kid, do you, you mix around with different religions? Or how does it work in the, in, when you were growing up in school? It's a very mixed country. And people don't really see your race or color. It's a very, you know, like a, one big family in Fiji. So... <laughs> Yeah, and then, you know, everybody has uh, freedom to you know, practice their religion. There's no restrictions and there's no from other race or, or any other religion or something. So we all grow up together. And it's a, so for example, we have a Muslim festival for Eid al-Fitr or Eid al-Adha. So we share amongst the neighbors. We, we don't really see or if we, they belong to a different race or religion. And the same, likewise, when the Hindus have their festival of lights, you know, like they say, right. you know, so they also come and share sweets and stuff with the other community, uh, religion. I see. So growing up, they go to a, a school. We have a Muslim school here in, in nearly every town. We have a big uh, Muslim school. Oh, so okay. We have all different, it's not only for Muslims, but... You know, other kids can also come in. Other religion kids can come in and uh, study in there. So you oh, have okay. a choice. You have a choice. Okay, alhamdulillah. Well, that sounds really nice. I guess uh, when I was growing up, I, I went to an international school. And uh, you didn't really care about your religion or, or, or what race you were, as, as long as you could play football. Or, or you could be, you know, play, play sports or be on the same team or if you're good at this. So... 
I mean, like, uh, it sounds nice. I, I guess it's over there. It's, uh, if you could play rugby, then, uh, then you're on my team. Yeah, we have rugby and soccer and, you know, yeah. the sports, they all mingle together and you'll see. Yeah, rugby, it's one of the yeah. major sports. We won yeah. the Olympics, which was very big, the Olympics uh, sevens. We had a holiday, you know, the government gave us a holiday. <laughs> yeah. We celebrate. Yeah. Time, you know, country and we won the Olympics. You know, the mess with Fiji at the, uh, in the sevens, man. <laughs> yes. That was very good. They're very good. Okay, I guess it's really easy to get uh, halal food over there. Can you tell us about that? Because the one fact that really, really shocked me was that, you know, I found out that, you know, the, the chicken over there is mostly halal. So can you tell, tell me about that? Yes. There are two big uh, companies that supply chicken to all over Fiji. And these are all, you know, local chickens. Both have been certified halal by our Muslim authority here, which is called the Fiji Muslim League. So they certify it as halal. We have the section of, you know, in the Fiji Muslim League where they go and uh, vet everything and then they uh, see the process. And then they're very strict. They're very strict in terms of certification of anything for halal. So the major company that supplies chicken all over Fiji, two companies, and then both are certified halal. So you can go into virtually any supermarket and you'll see the packaging has a logo of Fiji Muslim League. Without that logo, that is not halal. So you'll have to have a seal of the Fiji Muslim League on the packaging itself. So you are very, you know, comfortable in buying the chicken. Even in restaurants all around Fiji, most of them will use that chicken. So you can go into any restaurant and you'll be able to find that the chicken they use is halal chicken. Even in hotels... It's all local chicken that's been used. There's only very minimum, very minor portion of the chicken that is imported from New Zealand, but they're hardly used in, you know, most of the resorts, they support the local you know, products. Mm-hmm. So most of them, if you walk in, you know that there is two companies that supply halal chicken. If you know the name, you can just go into a restaurant and say which chicken you use. They'll tell you, oh, I use this company or I use this company. So it's very easy to, you know, uh, find halal chicken. SubhanAllah. That's amazing. And then we have a lot of butchers, which is halal butchers run by local Muslims. So you can go into the uh, butcher shop. You'll find, you know, beef, which is halal, lamb, which is imported from New Zealand. And we have local lamb as well. Uh, You can go to the farm and, you know, they'll do halal for you and, you know, home kill and then I can give it to you. Oh, they do home kill. Yes. You know the contact, then you go to the, yeah, go to the farm and then they'll, you know, uh, do everything for you. MashaAllah, that's amazing. And, I mean, I mean, and I mean these I are all, the local ones are all organic. They're, they don't fertilize or chemicals or anything. So they just virtually run around in the farm eating grass and these are grass that grows wild. Ah, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. That's amazing. And, and what, so what is the, the diet over there in Fiji? What would be a typical diet? Is it mainly chicken or is it meat or is it seafood? We're surrounded by water. You know, all, or if you go Google Fiji, yep. you'll see we're all surrounded. It's an island. So you, you'll find fish, which is, you know, abundance in supply, seafood, any seafood that is halal, you'll find them on the, you know, in the seafood shop or Chicken, fish, they're the major ones. Okay. Beef, yeah, you can, you know, get fresh from the butcher and then these are nice ones. And even if you go to the farm, you'll find the 
home kill you can pick and choose which one you want and uh, goat so yeah and then so, vegetables there are a lot of vegetables you name any vegetable it's here except the ones that grows right probably in new zealand in the winter countries but our veggies are all organic the fruits are all organic <laughs> so you'll find plenty of them alhamdulillah that sounds really good inshallah we can do it. i might move there <laughs> you've sold me i might move there so can you tell me let's say uh, like things like i guess with such a strong community with things like you know if uh, people want to pray at work the employers understanding usually you know the salah fajr you can pray, pray at home and then the zohar that's the time when most of the employees have their lunch hour break so ah, okay. you know the lunch hour is usually 12:30 to 1:30 and some of them they get it from 1 pm to 2 pm so it's easy for them to have their salah at work or if they are you know like i said most of our towns in fiji have mosque so if you're working in town you can walk to the mosque and have your salah and then come back to work so mm. there's no restriction that you cannot have your salah it it oh. is there it's just you know alhamdulillah and so what about i guess friday prayers they get leave from work friday prayers the they get leave from work okay. yes okay and i think i've been asking also of do you get problems with double parking on the roads from a friday prayers parking i haven't seen any problem oh all really have, yeah oh okay all, all, mosques have, all the mosques have a lot of uh, parking <laughs> in the open ground okay Right. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. It's a uh, more of a personal thing because uh, everywhere I go, there's there's problems with parking or double parking at the. So. Yes. <laughs> But uh, let me ask. So, what about sisters? Are they able to wear hijab at the workplace or at school? Is there any restri- restri- restrictions on that? Not at all. They're all. They can wear hijab. They can, you know, uh, also decide not to wear it. So there is no, you know, restriction. Ah, But okay. Work purpose, no problem. They can wear hijab, go to work, go to school. All our Muslim school kids, they wear hijab, go to school. And the non-Muslim that comes to the Muslim school, they are not forced to wear hijab. Mm. So if it's a Christian, you know, girl who wants to come to the Muslim school, they can wear the uniform without hijab. So there's no restriction for them. Wow. Okay. Alhamdulillah, that's, that's uh, good to hear. So can you tell us? If you know, are there any converts in Fiji? I mean, from the the local population. Yes, yes, we have a uh, lot of them. A lot of them have converted to Islam. Even our local native Fijians have converted to Islam. They have attended. We have, you know, madrasa here in Fiji as well, where the kids go and learn. Yeah, so a lot of uh, kids have gone to that madrasa. They have become, you know, alim. you know and then the, some have become you know they yes. memorize the quran and some have become priest so some have become priests know, yes muslim oh priest. Im- Im- imams yeah yeah so okay. imams yeah okay. so okay. <laughs> so you have be worried there for say <laughs> okay okay so alhamdulillah okay that's that's interesting i would like to to meet one one day inshallah So tell us about the, let's move on to the celebrations. I think we kind of touched upon it a little bit before, but what what's Ramadan like in Fiji? We you know it's probably the same as anywhere in the world. The process is the same, you know, doesn't change what is done in, you know, 1400 years ago what the prophet taught us is the same. 
except I think the few changes during iftar, we have it at the mosque. And then every mosque will have a iftar session to break the fast. So, and then one, one day we have a brother who will sponsor the whole iftar. So you just take yourself to the mosque and everything is ready for you. Alhamdulillah. So you break the fast and the dinner is provided, then you have a salah. And, and so every day there is a, you know, somebody will sponsor that particular break fast. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So do you have any like night markets or things like that that happen? We have a, like a general night market. Not is, is, Anybody can go there, but not specifically for you know, uh, Muslims. So we have some, you know, like everybody can go in there. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, so what about Eid? What, 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 like say for your family, what do you do on Eid? Eid is basically visiting, you know, relatives and the relatives visit your place. You go out there, share the sweets, you know, mingle, you know, because 30 days you are limited to your house and mosque, you know. So after that, you want to go see them, visit them, you know, share the hard work that you have done during that 30 days. And do you, do you visit a lot of families or do people visit a lot of the families and extended families during Eid? It is, you know, a family atmosphere, you know, so everybody gets together at one particular, you know, relative's house. So they all, like, if it's, the kids are staying away from the father, or something like that, all, so the sons and the daughters will get to the father's house. So, you know, it, it brings them together. So it's one of the uh, things that brings all the you know, relatives together. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. So, okay, so tell me about, uh, you're talking about the masjids that are around. And do you have a rough number of how many masjids there are in, in, in the Fiji Islands? Basically, it's in every town. So you can okay. go to any town and you'll find masjid there. Alhamdulillah. That's good. That's good. Yes. And, and how are they? They were just built as masjids. They weren't like houses that were converted into masjids. No, just pure masjid. It started from scratch, from bare okay. land to masjid. Awesome. Because there's some people that I've interviewed where in their country that what had what's happened is that they have been converting houses or previous buildings or even in America they were converting. There's a place, they were converting churches into masjids so that's just why i asked mm. that would bring a lot of friction you know when you do that so <laughs> i think we're lucky we know we're not doing that yeah, yeah. Fine. Yeah, yeah. And start from scratch alhamdulillah alhamdulillah okay so then tell me which one is your favorite well it's, it's in my town where i live in nandi we have you know in nandi we have one of the biggest masjid then in my village we have a masjid so there, like in, in the town itself, there is a masjid. So Nandi is like a district. And then okay. in the district itself, we have a lot of smaller masjid. So these are, you know, people that stay in a village. So like where I stay, we have a masjid in my village. Okay. But because, you know, the main town it has a big masjid. So I go there. That's one of uh, my favorite place. I see. I see. And what being, other than being like in your town, what it what... Like if I was a visitor, what would you kind of like point out to me or about the particular masjid? Is there anything that stands out? Well, I think most of the masjid that you'll find in India, Pakistan, the particular design, you'll find the similar in Fiji because, you know, we are brought from India. So we still have that mindset of the architecture of India and Pakistan. Ah, so it's a similar architecture. 
Hey there, Brother Mark Adam here. I hope you're enjoying the episode. This podcast is still very new and we're looking to grow and reach out to more brothers and sisters from around the world. It would mean so much to us if you could share this podcast with just one person in your life. If not, could you leave a positive review on whatever podcast site you are listening to this on? It would really help. And now, back to the episode. So let's go on to one of my favorite topics, and that is about food. Okay, so can you tell me, like, you know, what kind of cuisine would you recommend that I try in Fiji? Native Fijian way of cooking. So yeah, over here we call it lovo. That's the native Fijian word. Lovo. It's a lovo. So lovo is an earth oven. So you... For example, uh, chicken. The whole chicken you can marinate. Lamb you can marinate. Put it in a, uh, wrap it around in, uh, you know, coconut leaf or, you know, do it a little bit more than you can put aluminum foil all around it. Uh-huh. And then you marinate the whole chicken and, you know, put whichever flavor you like. Okay. And then there's an earth oven. You dig up a hole. You heat up the stones. This rocks like a kg, you know, like sort of that big, you know. And okay. then they're like, about, you know, if it's a small uh, oven, you put like about 10, 15 stones and heat it up. So, you know, you light uh, firewood on top of it, let the stone get heated up, remove the charcoal and the firewood out of that. And you put all your, you know, chicken, your, you know, lamb, everything inside the oven, cover it up and then, you know, put soil on top of it and let it cook itself inside the oven. Wow. So usually about two hours, it should be ready. Okay, that's interesting. And then, yeah. so what are kind of, do you know what are kind of the spices that they use? We have, uh, well, see the traditional Fijian the cooking, they don't really put any spices or raw. Everything is like sort of uh, raw. Even oh, the okay. chicken, like if, if you don't marinate, like if you go to a native Fijian village, they don't really try to marinate it. But because our, you know, taste is different, we ask for spices, we ask for uh, sauce, you know, the different sauce. So we marinate it and then we use it. Okay. So it depends on which spice you like, you can use that. I see, I see. And so what do you eat it with? Do you usually have anything to uh, pair it up with? Yes, uh, the root crops here. The root crops, I mean, you probably know cassava, yams. So you, also, you can also put that in at oven and it will cook by the heat from the stones. Ah, okay, okay. Okay, so it's very, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's basic, but I, I mean, because the, the produce is so fresh and, and organic that the, the flavors themselves come out from yes. the, the ingredients themselves. Yeah, if you marinate it with a little bit, you know, spices and stuff, the taste will really change. So, yeah, they, you know, without spices, that was done like, you know, in the old ages, uh-huh. because at that time there wasn't any spices around, you know. So okay. as the world progressed, we have now spices, so we can really change the uh, taste of the food. Yeah, yeah. So how would you, okay, let's say that I, I would come over there. How, how do we get this kind of thing set up? Like, do I have to be invited over to someone's house or is there a service that they can do this? Most resorts, large resorts, they do that. 
and there's actually it's like an activity where people, the tourists will go and sit and watch how the locals cook that. So you get to watch, yeah, you get to watch it and you stay hungry for two hours and then you can <laughs> eat it. Yeah. So don't go there when you're very hungry. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. If you mingle with a local, right. if you get to know local, you know, the most of the locals are very friendly people, you know, so they'll they take you to, to your house and then if you ask them to say, hey, I want to eat lovo, you know, so they'll, they'll take you to their houses and then, you know, just a good gesture, you know, you know, give them some money to say, hey, I want to eat, I want to see how it is done. So, you know, just, you know, with a hundred dollars, you'll be able to get like three, four chickens and the root crops. So your hundred dollar budget, you know, will get you a feast. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, I mean, I come, is it uh, Fiji? Sorry, is Fiji is noted as the land of smiles or is it very just, I believe that the culture there is very friendly. It is friendly. Our, our slogan is just that, you know, some political thing happened at some time, but otherwise we were known Fiji the way the world should be. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Well, it sounds like it. I really like this uh, melting pot and in in paradise and no traffic problems on Friday afternoons for Juba. So, July, it sounds it sounds really amazing. But let's say that I came in, I met up with you, brother Farman, and you said, "Okay, let's. I want to take you somewhere to eat." Okay, so where would you take me? If you are used to the food that you eat in the modern food. So you'll find it's there in the resorts, right. in the restaurants, you'll find that. The only thing that you'll probably, uh, even the Chinese food that, you know, they cook over here, the locals are able to cook Chinese food. You'll find that the taste is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. They use the local spices. The local spices change the taste of the food. I so see. what you taste, like a Chinese meal you'll taste in Singapore will be different over here. Just the ah. taste, way of cooking and everything will be the same. Okay. The spices just changes the food. So, ah. well, definitely then, you know, you want to taste the local style of cooking. I see. So then I have to take you to a local restaurant where they cook the local. Okay. Okay. So let's uh, move on. So what are some of the places that uh, are good to see over there? I wouldn't say, you know, we won't talk about resorts, but, you know, places that you would recommend or highlights to go visit. Where would you uh, recommend? Most of the small islands have resorts on them. So that's, you know, one of the places that you want to do. It was the west of Nendi, which is, you know, scattered with small islands. And these are, like I said, you can run around a few of the islands in a minute, or you can walk around them like in two minutes. And they have small resorts on them. They have, you know, water activities. And you just see it's... uh, pristine, you know, crystal clear waters. You can see the reef, go snorkeling. And then the highlands, you go to uh, traditional Fijian villages where they have houses still made out of grass. They have, you know, thatched roof and bamboos being used on the walls. So those kind of things that you don't see in Singapore, probably that's what you want to see over here. And then the local waterfalls and hot springs. Wow. So these are these are some of the places that are not so touristy that you you recommend. Well, most of the tourists want to come and see local people, so you have to go to uh, local villages because the native Fijian they stay in like a village, 
uh-huh. they all have about 50 or 100 of them in a you know one area so they have yeah you, know, you can go and see their local way of life how they been you know surviving in in that particular area you know without some will have no electricity no water so they go to the creeks they have you know different there's no electricity in those villages so they survive oh. on the local knowledge yeah. yeah okay so for some places that i've talked to in their city they have maybe like a street or a block that is all muslims places so in fiji do you is it a general mix like you're mixed in with everyone else or is it like a small like this town is particularly muslim or this center or this street what is it like in fiji we are a general fruit salad man <laughs> <laughs> you will find like a particular area where only muslims live no alhamdulillah okay okay that's nice that's nice to know that alhamdulillah that sounds really good so let me ask you what do you feel that makes islam in your in fiji so unique from other countries we are islanders you know we are born here so we get used to the island way of life so we are totally different from i think the rest of the world the way the muslims are in fiji so our way of thinking is different you won't find that you know we are that aggressive we are more friendly and you know accommodating is just our way of thinking is different from probably the rest of the uh, muslim countries even though we follow the teachings of islam the way our prophet you know taught us we follow everything what uh, islam teaches is just the way how we interact with people i think is different from probably the other place because we are so much you know intermixing with people of different race and religion we you know respect them we you know treat them as like they are you know one of us and then we respect what they do they respect what we do so it's a very you know harmonious uh, way that we live here alhamdulillah uh, okay uh, which country would you like to know more about islam well i think islam is spread all over the world and i think we i think islam is you know all over the world is same it's just that you know there are a lot of countries you know so you know if i go to even you know if i get a chance to go to any country i would definitely want to know how the you know muslim way of life is there yeah. it's not something that is i'm very particular that i want to know about that particular country mm-hmm. because i know if i go to singapore malaysia or you know towards uh, russia or anywhere islam will be the same Yeah so that's the alhamdulillah that's the good thing about Islam is that we can just go travel somewhere and just find the masajid or and we just pray with everyone yes. else and we don't also yes. know what we're praying so I think that's a very beautiful thing as well okay so lastly let's the last question is what's your favorite thing or memory about Islam in your country I think we're very lucky that born in a Muslim family and you know my forefathers they held on to the rope of Islam very strongly they you know brought us up in a Islamic way which is uh, very beautiful because we you know I mingle with uh, a lot of my Christian friends my Hindu friends you know even you know we have intermarriages in you know amongst uh, Muslims Hindus and you know Christians despite all that I'm lucky to have Islam as my religion I think there's no bigger you know memory 
to hold on to than being born in a, you know as a muslim alhamdulillah okay thank you so much uh, brother farman it's been a pleasure i was very excited to to come on here and talk to you about fiji and uh, alhamdulillah i've learned so much i've learned so much and thank you for taking time out and uh, joining me on the podcast and uh, yeah is there any last uh, words that you'd like to say yes you know all my muslim brothers and sisters out there you know watching from anywhere in the world if you get a chance to come to fiji this is one of the country which is called as paradise on earth so you want to come and check out if you have a opportunity you know to visit you have a dream to travel you'll definitely once you arrive in fiji you will not want to leave from this country and this is not from my saying is just that you know a lot of people that i've made friends over from australia from new zealand from us they you know traveled to fiji and they don't want to go back so yes if you get an opportunity please come to fiji it's a you know very safe place you won't find you know crimes that happens you know other parts of the world we have no guns in the country where you get scared to say that somebody might shoot you even our cops have no guns except the military that's you know generally we are very safe you can go to google and search about fiji and read reviews on you know the travel blog sites and stuff so yes this is one of the safest place right now the coronavirus is going on we have no community coronavirus in fiji it's just that they got caught at the border when they arrived from overseas so mm. they are in quarantine so we are roaming around freely in towns and villages with no mask on us and we still maintain you know a little bit caution about yeah. you know uh, the distance and you know but in community we have no coronavirus alhamdulillah alhamdulillah that's uh, that's amazing that's all brother thank you very much and hope to see you in fiji once the you know border opens up inshallah inshallah well i'm sold i'm sold so i'll, I'll be in, i'll be over there inshallah soon okay brother thank you so much thank you again take care and we'll keep in touch assalamu alaikum wa alaikum assalam subhanallah doesn't fiji sound like a fantastic place it's definitely on my bucket list of places to visit in the future once all this covid thing is over inshallah so i hope that you've enjoyed learning about islam in fiji and the things to do there so what did you find interesting about the episode let us know on our facebook or instagram page you can go to facebook.com forward slash big muslim family or you can go to instagram it's at big muslim family On the next episode, we will be speaking with Brother Daniel from South Africa, who will be sharing with us his journey back to Islam. Brother Daniel came from a religious family and was at one time a deacon at his church. So it was an amazing interview to record. So make sure you catch it and subscribe to the podcast. And I just want to say a big thank you for all you brothers and sisters for joining us. And I'll see you in the next episode, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.